hang on tight. Fish Talk Radio is about to take you on a fishing adventure. You're about to go places you have even yet to desire and revisit familiar favorites with live on the water expert insider tips. Now sit up straight, pay attention, take notes, and join the party for a blue water, white water, and calm water adventure. Check out fish tips and trips online at fishtalkradio.com. And now the all natural attitude adjustment. Welcome to Fish Talk Radio. This is John Hennigan in the studio. We're going to be doing something a little bit interesting today, I believe, is the um, something that a friend of mine about six months ago termed the new normal. What that means, there's no longer a normal. <laughs> We've got um, the uh, Hurricane Odell last year, uh, which uh, was the strongest in history, a Category 4 that hit Cabo San Lucas, was um, um, normally when a hurricane comes up, as it gets closer to land, it begins to dissipate. Well, last year in September, the end of September, the water temperature around southern Baja was 91, 92 degrees. So instead of dissipating, it increased in strength, which is... Unusual. There he is. And then uh, uh, we've already had three named hurricanes that have almost approached uh, Baja this year, and we've got some warm water coming up. So we're going to be talking about uh, um, you know that, and we I believe we do have Grizz on the line now. Hey, Grizz? No. Yeah, you got me, bud. Grizz, uh, we're going to have to call back. Uh, we've got a bad connection, so let's try it one more time. We'll bring you on in a second. So, anyway... There he is. But uh, sometimes to and from Mexico doesn't work all that well. But uh, uh, anyway, what do we got here? Anyway, the uh, um, things are changing. And there's there's what's called now, I think, is what we call the, the, the new normal because it's not normal anymore. And let's see if we can bring Grizz in now and see how that works. Grizz, you there? Okay. Okay. All right. Well, let's we can give, uh, see if we got Grizz on the line with this. But we're going to be coming back in just a couple of minutes. We'll take a break, and we'll make sure we have that all put together. on the magnificent Sea of Cortez. The Grand Heritage Resort and Spa at Marina Costa Baja is the first five-star resort in La Paz, Baja South. Overlooking a 250-slip marina and white sand beaches, enjoy two signature restaurants, a world-class destination for fishing or diving. Enjoy five-star elegance in the charming, laid-back city of La Paz. Dock your boat and enjoy the marina village. Visit on the web at CostaBajaResort.com. If you like the show you are listening to right now, you can listen to it and many more just like it on Reno Viola Outdoors Radio. Fishing, hunting, boating, and the rest of the great outdoors 24-7, 365 on Reno Viola Outdoors Radio. Download the free Reno Viola's Outdoor Radio app or visit WRVORadio.com online to see the lineup and schedule. That's Reno Viola Outdoors Radio. And enjoy the great outdoors. Local fishing at its finest is aboard the Stardust. Day and half day trips on Stardust sport fishing are a family affair. Find out what it's like to view Santa Barbara from the water while you are catching dinner. See whales, dolphins, and Channel Islands up close. Spotless boat and friendly crew are perfect for beginner or expert. Get aboard with Jason Diamond and his crew on Stardust sport fishing, operating at a sea landing in the Santa Barbara Harbor. Vagabundos del Mar Boat and Travel Club has 42 years experience introducing RVers to the joys of Mexico. Specializing in Baja, Vagabundos leads caravans and sponsors fishing tournaments, trailer boat cruises, and weekend getaways in Mexico and the West. Vagabundos del Mar also saves its 10,000 members tons of money on low-cost auto insurance. Stay up to date on Mexican travel with the printed newsletter online at vagabundos.com or call 800-474-BAJA. 
It's time for you to take a real fun adventure. Join a hosted fishing adventure to Alaska or Baja with the staff of Fish Talk Radio. Real fun adventures can book you on any adventure you desire. Bring your fishing friends or meet new ones. Fish Talk Radio gets the best deals from our sponsors to give you the best possible price. Real fun trips are inclusive, easy, no-worry packages to the most popular fish grounds. Trips start around $600. Go to reelfunadventures.com. The East Cape of Baja, Mexico is world famous for sport fishing. Dorado, tuna, wahoo, marlin, sailfish, roosterfish, and parco. The Van Warmer Resorts make dreams come true at a price all can afford. Hotel Palmas de Cortez, Playa del Sol, and Hotel Punta Colorado have the biggest and best sport fishing fleet in all of Mexico. Call toll-free to 877-777-TUNA to find out how affordable world-class fishing can be. The finest resorts and the best boats in East Cape. Call 877-777-TUNA. Brand new motor and boat with a bunch of fancy gear, crepe snakes, you north and lures. Every style, type, and size, if you think that'll help you, and for a surprise, because... Welcome to Fish Talk Radio. This is John Hennigan in studio, and we have um, some experts from all over the world. A little bit south of us, down in the uh, City of Peace, uh, the capital of Baja, California, Sur, which is La Paz. We have the Grizz, and then... But north of us, we have Tom Matouche. Now, Tom, we haven't had you on for a little bit, so let's kind of get caught up with you a, a, a bit. We know that you operate the Hooli Cat out of Half Moon Bay, and we're going to be curious to find out, you know, what about the uh, the water temperatures and the fishing opportunities that are happening up there. But, uh, tell us real quick what you've been up to. Right now, we're uh, today we're salmon fishing, and we've got several fish in the box. We've seen a lot of silvers. Uh, water temperatures up, uh, for instance, right now, as I look at my meter, 59 degrees. So that's a little bit warm for salmon. A lot of times when we're way offshore looking for tuna, we'd look for that. We were hoping to find that 59 degree and get those old moss backs and green backs. Last year, the water off Half Moon Bay was 60 degrees, consistently clear out from the shore to 60, 100 miles got as high as 67 degrees in the harbor. Whoa. Now, that isn't a sign of uh, climate change. I don't know what is. Well, it's a sign of warmer water uh, from coming from somewhere. <laughs> but then, uh, uh, Grizz... Um, we're going to bring you into this now, also. And he was uh, uh, Tom was talking about last year, and I mentioned Hurricane Odell last year. Is it apparently the worst hurricane in recorded history, a Category Four that slammed right into Cabo? And I don't know. It's very unscientific of me to even say it, but and in talking to you for the weeks before that, the water temperature, the water temperature in uh, southern Baja was 91, 92 degrees. Normally a hurricane... Yeah, you're right. Actually, one day it was 94.3 oh. in the harbor, right where I keep my boat. <laughs> well, normally a hurricane, as it approaches land, it dissipates. Uh, but when you've got that kind of water temperature, instead of dissipating, it kept increasing. Yeah, it wasn't a very pleasant thing. No, no, and the it water wasn't. temperature is rising again right now. I, so. I remember remember calling you and talking to you, and you said, "John, we are." Uh, he said a word that started with an F and ended in a D, and and you don't talk like that. And you, you go, you, you kept repeating it, and Grizz doesn't talk like that. So anyway, but uh, that's all past. Uh, but. Apparently, you've had uh, three named hurricanes that have not necessarily hit land, but in June, that's uh, that's pretty strange, isn't it? Yeah, it's real strange. But you know, the strange thing about it, we got high winds, but we did not get one drop of water. Hmm. There hmm. was not one drip that came down. Wow. So you can imagine that. So you, what you do is you get a sandstorms and opposed to anything else. <laughs> Great. Well, which, which is better, huh? That's, Not uh, for me. <laughs> yeah. But uh, now Tom was talking about the, the temperature going up there. Now, um, not to get political, but there are some things that are obvious. Um, personally, I think that uh, the mankind has um, little control over our climate. Contrary to what most people believe, there are certain some, some things. I'm not saying it doesn't account for anything, because when you, you know, plow into the rainforest and put up parking lots, obviously that makes a difference. But uh, 
I think the, the, the biggest thing that we're doing wrong is, is what we're doing to the oceans themselves and what we're putting into them. But that's a different subject. So we're going to kind of keep on track as to um, climate change. Is it real? Well, I, when's the last time you saw a dinosaur, Grizz? Uh, you know, John, oh, you are a dinosaur. I really That's right. Yeah. I, I missed it. It was before I was born. <laughs> okay, okay. But uh, anyway, uh, Tom, let's kind of bring you into this, and this is basically what we're going to be talking about throughout the program. We're seeing some very unusual things uh, now. Right this week, we're talking about mostly the West Coast and the Pacific. Maybe next week we'll go in more to the Atlantic. But there's some interesting things going on, and uh, Tom is out on the boat right now and he was he's got a meter that shows what the water temperature is how does that compare to what you would call the old normal well it should be 55 56 degrees right now mm-hmm. so there's a lot of people that for instance doubt whether we're uh getting warmer and the effects that has one of the oddest things uh you want that is almost impossible to refute the oldest tide gauge in the entire country, ironically, is located at the Golden Gate Bridge. And they can absolutely document from the time it was first installed in the mid-1800s to now. Uh, so over 100 years. Mm-hmm. Six-inch rise in the average depth of the ocean. Mm-hmm. That had to come from somewhere. Uh, well, you know, I'd, I'd understood that there's, there is, I mean, of course, when you go back from what we can find, you know, like the bridge between Russia and Alaska, you could walk across. But, you know, the, the water temperature or the water level is rising, whether that's from melting ice or what, I don't know. But, but these things have been happening for tens and thousands and millions of years. But... Uh, we are experiencing some very unusual things that, that are affecting our fishing. And uh, off of, uh, off of uh, Southern California, we're getting a lot of pelagic, which meaning fish that travel distances uh, in search of bait that we don't normally see. Uh, Tom, is that you? Are you trying to drive the boat? Yeah, we're in uh, a lot of rough water. There could be stuff slamming around in the wheelhouse. Oh, okay, sorry about that, but that has to the effect. All the pelagic crabs you guys have washing up. I mean, when oh, we the red dying, crabs, uh, the red crabs. Huh? Years ago, we used to love to see the pelagic crabs. For uh, now, they're washing up on the beach by the ton. Mm-hmm. And that's from warmer water, or what is that from? Uh, There's conditions now with this warmer water that favor their reproduction, and they're just littering the beaches. Uh, Look at the potential El Nino that's developing now from something that is currently being referred to as the blob. You've got this belt of warm water circling the globe in the Pacific. They're saying, hey, we're going to have an El Nino. You know what? This is a time we'd really appreciate getting some rain. So we hope that this time that's correct, and we hope that it gives us rain. But it's producing absolutely unbelievable, unrecorded-in-history-type temperatures over a massive area. And that's real tough on the fish that are used to living in cooler temperatures. Well, can you give some examples? And are you, are you finding uh, fish out there now that you would not normally find? For instance, uh, one of the things that's predominant off of our coast around here now are mackerel. And we've got, uh, that's typically a little bit warmer water-associated fish. And we say, wow, Mm -hmm. Spanish mackerel, Pacific mackerel, uh, where's our regular anchovies and our sardines? Our sardine numbers are down. Uh, We've got... These warm water animals, or take for instance, uh, let's go to salmon. Earlier in the season, the salmon were not eating anchovies. You routinely cut them open to see what they're eating so you can uh, match right. the hat. Mm-hmm. And these things are eating pompano. Hmm. Uh, you know, I've been fishing that's, here a, since that's, that's a warm water fish, isn't it? Mostly. Correct. Mm-hmm. You say, what, is, what are pompano doing in numbers? Because there wasn't one salmon like last year and this year. Because they couldn't find the anchovies, something brought a lot of pompano up here. So you had pompano the size of silver dollars 
maybe slightly larger, uh, that the salmon were eating routinely. Mm-hmm. You say, wow, where are these coming from? Yeah. Well, Pompano, can they, get, they can get bigger than that, and they're very uh, good table fare, aren't they? Yes, absolutely. Okay. okay. But, well, uh, it's something that uh, as long as I've fished out here, I've never caught a pompano in my life, and now we're finding them in the bellies of the salmon. Very interesting stuff. Well, we're going to have to take a break here pretty quick, and then we're going to go back to Grizz, and maybe we'll go um, a little bit inshore and uh, see if Grizz has seen anything um, a little bit different as as far as uh, the critters that don't live in the water. So we are listening to Fish Talk Radio. Please go to fishtalkradio.com, and please visit us on Facebook and Twitter. We appreciate that, and we're going to be back with you in just a couple minutes. So don't go away. You're listening to Fish Talk Radio. First named La Paz in 1566, the fourth largest municipality in Mexico, still has a provincial Mexican atmosphere. On the Sea of Cortez, the most biodiverse body of water in the world, La Paz has year-round world-class fishing. With a rich history of pearls, pirates, and legendary fishing, La Paz in Baja Sur makes for the perfect fishing vacation. Spring in La Paz, you catch Trophy Pargo, Giant Yellowtail, and Sierra. Find more at VivaLaPaz.com. Viva La Paz! The East Cape of Baja, Mexico is world famous for sport fishing. Dorado, tuna, wahoo, marlin, sailfish, roosterfish, and parco. The Van Warmer Resorts make dreams come true at a price all can afford. Hotel Palmas de Cortez, Playa del Sol, and Hotel Punta Colorado have the biggest and best sport fishing fleet in all of Mexico. Call toll-free to 877-777-TUNA to find out how affordable world-class fishing can be. The finest resorts and the best boats in East Cape. Call 877-777-TUNA. S-A-N-D-O-S is how to spell luxury resort in downtown Cabo San Lucas. Sandos Finistera Los Cabos is the only five-star all-inclusive on the beach next to the marina in Cabo San Lucas. Angler-friendly Sandos Finistera Los Cabos is now an affordable world-class resort with the finest accommodations, food, and location anywhere. Enjoy your Cabo fishing adventure as you never have. Visit Sandos.com and use discount code FISHTALK. World-class golf, fishing, and diving in the clear, warm waters of the Sea of Cortez with a true five-star resort. The Grand Heritage Hotel and Resort at Costa Baja, great value and without the hustle of other parts of Baja. On the white sand beach with Espirito Santos Island minutes away. Signature restaurants, pools, and accommodations for an intimate weekend, weddings, or corporate events. On the web at CostaBajaResort.com. It's time for you to take a real fun adventure. Join a hosted fishing adventure to Alaska or Baja with the staff of Fish Talk Radio. Real fun adventures can book you on any adventure you desire. Bring your fishing friends or meet new ones. Fish Talk Radio gets the best deals from our sponsors to give you the best possible price. Real fun trips are inclusive, easy, no-worry packages to the most popular fish grounds. Trips start around $600. Go to reelfunadventures.com. Vagabundos del Mar Boat and Travel Club has 42 years experience introducing RVers to the joys of Mexico. Specializing in Baja, Vagabundos leads caravans and sponsors fishing tournaments, trailer boat cruises, and weekend getaways in Mexico and the West. Vagabundos del Mar also saves its 10,000 members tons of money on low-cost auto insurance. Stay up to date on Mexican travel with the printed newsletter online at vagabundos.com or call 800-474-BAJA. Oh, fish, Maple Lake, French Lake, Grand Lake, Cedar Lake, Pleasant Lake, Clear Lake, Bass Lake, Otter Lake, Goose Lake, Gull Lake, Round Lake, Pearl Lake, Rice Lake, Sugar Lake, Mud Lake, Long Lake, and Lake, Swan Lake, and Lake of the Woods. Oh, Welcome back to winter. Fish Talk Radio. This is John Hennigan in studio, and we have The Grizz. Um, Mike Ritz from La Paz, and we have Tom Matouche from the Hooli Cat up in Half Moon Bay, and we're talking about some very, very interesting things that have been changing in the last couple of years. And we were just going to ask Grizz about um, have you now you're you know you're in addition to being a uh, world class angler, uh, television star. 
you're also a, a, a um, with a, a, a what do you call it a mighty hunter. <laughs> and uh, have you had it? Have you observed anything in the last couple of years, Mike? That that's, has to do with something that's uh, not on the water. Yeah, John, things are happening really weird. I mean, I'm seeing turkey strut in December, and they normally strut in May. I'm seeing deers go in rut. The deer are going in rut in September instead of January. It's like the process has, everything has jumped three months in the breeding or you might the reproduction stages of wild animals. Now, my personal belief is I don't believe in Al Gore, and I'll say his name. I don't care, uh, because all he tried to do is make some money out of this thing. But nature is definitely changing, John. Well, the, 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 there is climate change, and as we said, that's you know that's it's been happening for eons, and things certainly do go in cycles. And as talking about cycles, uh, Tom, would you mind commenting on on is there cycles up in your area where you know, on years, off years, or how often the bait comes around? Or have you noticed anything like that? Well, the one one of the cycles that's changed quite a bit is. Uh, used to be like 35-year cold water cycles followed by maybe a seven-year warm water cycle. And this is so pronounced that if you started salmon fishing, for instance, in the 60s, you'd see these sardine baiters. Well, there was no sardines around, and people just used anchovies. That was your uh, long-time, easy cold water bait. People at one point in time said, Sardines were wiped out by the commercial fishermen. Well, no, now research has proven uh, when we look at the timelines, you have warm water, cold water shifts. Now that uh, 35-year cycle of cold is being totally interrupted. In fact, it's almost being eliminated. One of the ironic things is uh, people are saying, well, we've got El Nino. No, we've got La Nina. You have scientists arguing over, are we going into an El Nino, a La Nina? Are we in a warm water cycle? Is this a PDO? Uh, There's all kinds of different measurements, but we're falling off that 35-year, 7-year cycle. We haven't seen that for quite some time. Uh, well, again, it, uh, as uh, Grizz, I don't know if you can hear him too well, but he was talking about the cycles that he's seen, and you know there are cycles. Where it, and he mentioned that um, the there was a time when the anchovies just pretty much disappeared, and they said, "Oh, they got overfished. We killed them all." But that wasn't true. It's just that with the water temperature, they go they go somewhere else, and then they come back. Well, John, I just got back from, as you know, the northern part of the country. We were making television shows in La Bocana. And a strange phenomenon happened up there. They have a crab that is called a tuna crab. And they're tiny things. They're about an inch and a half long. And they were all over the top of the water. I mean, literally thousands and thousands and thousands of them. And red. I mean, actually, there was acres of water that were completely red from these little crab creatures. They looked like tiny lobsters, main lobsters, because they do have claws. And the fishermen there said they haven't seen that. They heard their grandfathers talking about them. But they'd never seen it. And when we came in, the beaches were red, completely red in a town from these little critters being washed up on the banks. Uh, Tom, in Coffee, California, we've seen the red crab. Does that sound like the similar, uh, similar crab? I bet that it's exactly the same species, yes. And we've got this all this warm water that's come up. Uh, we're seeing unusual numbers of bluefin and yellowfin up off the Southern California coast. Things that used to be caught predominantly in Mexico, we're now seeing a lot, uh, thankfully, in Southern California. Well, it sounds good to me. As a matter of fact, I'm going out on Tuesday, but uh, so hopefully they're still around. Now, what about uh, um, you know? There's some some fish that seem to be very narrow. In, you mentioned salmon. I know 
albacore, I think the perfect temperature is 62. And if it's 64, it's too hot. And if it's 58, it's too cold. But, you know, so that's what you're looking for. Uh, how is the albacore looking this year? You know, last year we had 60 degrees from the beach on out to 67. We never had any temperature breaks. Central California had an absolutely terrible albacore year. In fact, very few were caught at all. You had to go way up north to where you get some of this warm water on the edge of a cold water current, and where you found those temperature breaks, uh, then you had a chance of getting some fish. But we're praying that this year we finally get some. The ocean this year is about five degrees cooler off of our central California coast than it was at this time last year. Okay. So uh, we're ever hopeful that when you look at 59 degrees here, uh, right now I'm just off Pacifica and wonder, well, uh, what's it going to be? Are we going to be able to find the temperature breaks? Now, Grizz, uh, what about in Baja? You mentioned on land that there seems to be a, some of a strange phenomena going on. But uh, what about the fish that you normally find? And again, things when things were more normal, because now nobody knows what's going to happen, I coined the phrase the new normal, which means there is no normal. But it used to be that um, in, you know, for decades, you, if I told you w- what day of the year it was, with some accuracy, you could tell me what fish were going to be biting. So what's happened yeah, to that? Well, that's all changed. I mean, you go out there and uh, we're catching right now, for example, in Spiritu Santo, the island, you know, you never heard of in June being black marlin and giant blue marlin. No, that's usually And they're right there. I just got a report just a few minutes ago, right off the point. They, uh, they're they seeing a lot of black marlin and blue marlin. I mean, they're just like, you can go out there right now and catch six or seven marlin, striped marlin, mm-hmm. and have a chance at a blue or a black. Wow. That's not supposed to happen now. That's supposed to happen in, in September. Yeah. Wow. And what's supposed to happen now is Dorado everywhere. They're not here. There's not Dorado. If you catch some Dorado, you had a good day. If you're looking for them, and they're small stuff, they're 15, 20 pound Dorado. That's not happening. So, and they're still catching yellowtail. That should have been over in the end of March. Well, yellowtail like cooler water, right? That's exactly right. And the water right now is 84.5. Oh. <laughs> so, I mean, I don't know what's happening. None of us know, none of us understand. It's like it's a free for all out there. You don't your target fish just doesn't happen. Wow. Wow. Except for the I north, we that. went and targeted big grouper, mm-hmm. and every time we targeted them, we just caught literally tons of them. But uh no, no, it's it's a real strange world. It's well, let me, let me really, let me, really different. Yeah, we've only got a couple of minutes in this segment, but let me ask both of you a question. Uh, the red crabs that we're seeing along the Southern California coast that are washing up appear to be the same ones that you saw up in the Sea of Cortez. Uh, into, no, I've seen it in the Pacific. Oh, it was in the Pacific. Oh, it was in the Pacific. Okay, okay. So, what uh, what type of fish would uh, would like to um, have those crabs for lunch? Everything. Well, you know what I did? I asked a local fisherman if they ever used them for bait, and they said no. Is that Eduardo? So I put a little eagle claw hook on and hooked them up, and I caught calico bass, I caught corvina, I caught spotted bass, and I caught sand bass on them. Mm-hmm. And uh, uh, Tom, 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 what do you see farther north on those red crabs? What, uh, what, what's following them? We haven't gotten the red crabs up here, but it's been a weak year. Our Dungeness crab were very weak. They were harvested over the winter, and we think it was because of the warm water and the lack of food that these things have. Uh, a lot of the bait and the cooler waters way up north, the salmon have done more migrating up north. 
we're fishing salmon uh, now in June where we should be fishing in September. Okay. In June, we should be out at the Caroline Islands in some nice cold water right. with uh, lots of nutrients. We don't have that now. Okay. Well, we just he- did hear from Eduardo, the general manager of the Five Star Resort, the Costa Baja in La Paz, is joining in the conversation. We'll just say hi to him. We're going to go to a break in a couple minutes, and we'll come back with Eduardo on the line. But Eduardo, welcome to uh, Fish Talk Radio. Hello, John. How are you? We're doing great, and we're talking about the <laughs> what, what we've decided to call the uh, the new normal because there is no longer normal. But Grizz, Grizz, Grizz was just saying that right now is a good time to go down and get striped and blue and black marlin. Really? Yeah. That's good. Yeah, that's good. <laughs> that's good. Yeah. He's the expert. Hello. He's the expert, yeah. But uh, we'll, we'll talk about that when we come back and a little bit about maybe you and Grizz can talk about La Paz and you can mention uh, some stuff about the resort. But uh, we're going to take a couple-minute breaks. And uh, I know Tom is out on the Hooli Cat. Tom, do you think you can hang in with us for a while? Sure. Okay. we Will do. Great stuff, great stuff. Okay, and then, of course, we've got Grizz on the line, and well, now we have Eduardo, that's uh, the general manager of the Costa Baja Resort, that's going to join in, and we're just going to you know, talk some more about uh, our favorite places. Uh, they we'll be right back with you on Fish Talk Radio. The road stretches for miles in front of you, and with the Ram 1500, you'll be able to reach mile after open mile. It gets a best-in-class 25 miles per gallon highway, so your destination won't just be determined by your gas gauge, but by your gauge for achievement. And the Ram 1500 is the first-ever back-to-back Motor Trend Truck of the Year. Guts. Glory. Ram. See your local Ram dealer today for great deals. EPA estimated 25 MPG highway based on V6 4x2. If you like the show you are listening to right now, you can listen to it and many more just like it on Reno Viola Outdoors Radio. Fishing, hunting, boating, and the rest of the great outdoors 24-7, 365 on Reno Viola Outdoors Radio. Download the free Reno Viola's Outdoor Radio app or visit WRVORadio.com online to see the lineup and schedule. That's Reno Viola Outdoors Radio. And enjoy the great outdoors. Vagabundos del Mar Boat and Travel Club has 42 years experience introducing RVers to the joys of Mexico. Specializing in Baja, Vagabundos leads caravans and sponsors fishing tournaments, trailer boat cruises, and weekend getaways in Mexico and the West. Vagabundos del Mar also saves its 10,000 members tons of money on low-cost auto insurance. Stay up to date on Mexican travel with the printed newsletter online at vagabundos.com or call 800-474-BAJA. The East Cape of Baja, Mexico is world famous for sport fishing. Dorado, tuna, wahoo, marlin, sailfish, roosterfish, and parco. The Van Warmer Resorts make dreams come true at a price all can afford. Hotel Palmas de Cortez, Playa del Sol, and Hotel Punta Colorado have the biggest and best sport fishing fleet in all of Mexico. Call toll-free to 877-777-TUNA to find out how affordable world-class fishing can be. The finest resorts and the best boats in East Cape. Call 877-777-TUNA. First named La Paz in 1566, the fourth largest municipality in Mexico, still has a provincial Mexican atmosphere. On the Sea of Cortez, the most biodiverse body of water in the world, La Paz has year-round world-class fishing. With a rich history of pearls, pirates, and legendary fishing, La Paz in Baja Sur makes for the perfect fishing vacation. Spring in La Paz, you catch Trophy Pargo, Giant Yellowtail, and Sierra. Find more at VivaLaPaz.com. Viva La Paz! It's a beautiful day, oh, what do you say, let's go fishing. What a wonderful way to spend the day just a-fishing. Oh, the water on the lake is smooth as glass, so we might catch a sunny, we might catch a bass, oh, what do you say, let's go fishing. Fish ain't biting, 
Welcome back to Fish Talk Radio. This is John Hennigan in studio, and we've got, uh, got a lot of fun going on here. We're talking about the unusual things as to uh, um, maybe has to do with why dinosaurs aren't walking around anymore, because things change. But it looks like in the last oh, few years, things have changed more than normal. So we have now we have Eduardo on the line from us, who's the general manager of the Five Star Resort, the Costa Baja Marina in La Paz. And he's going to join in with us a little bit. And we're going to maybe we might even talk about the weather down in uh, your in your part of the world. But uh, we've got Grizz on the line from Adventure South of the Border Productions, ASOBproductions.com with his filming television shows. And then we also have Tom Matouche, who is uh, not only is he a Charter boat captain on the Huli Cat out of Half Moon Bay. Uh, he's involved in many other things, has been for a long time with conservation. And, and I understand, Tom, you've just been appointed t- to a bureaucratic position? Yeah, I'm a San Mateo County uh, Harbor Commissioner. It's a countywide election. I'm president of the Commission of the Harbor District. Well, president of the Commission of the Harbor District from, was it, uh, what, what county is that, Monterey County? San Mateo County. San Mateo County. Oh, okay. All right. So you, you stepped over the other side. Now you're a bureaucrat. That's it. That's why I have to attend four of our climate change seminars and stay in the loop. Right. Okay. So, well, that's, so that's something that you guys are looking at a lot as far as climate change. And, well, let's talk a little bit about uh, climate change having to do with La Paz. Now, we've had three named hurricanes. They didn't hit the uh, uh, t- uh, southern Baja, but uh, in June, that's uh, has that ever happened before that you know of, Grizz or, or Eduardo, to get this early no. in the season? Not that I'm aware of. I don't know about you, uh, Eduardo. Are you aware of that? Any of them like that? Any year before? No, but I'm pretty new in the area, but this is not something regular here in the area in, 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 for, for these months. We expected them at the end of, of, of September or October, but mm-hmm. this is new for us. Well, what I will say about, the, about hurricanes in particular, um, I had the opportunity to go through, I think it was Hurricane Marty uh, in September of 2003 when I was in La Paz, and it was uh, quite an experience, terrifying for a while. But it was certainly an experience you would remember. Now, at that particular place where we were staying, we had to get evacuated uh, because of the water and the loss of power. But the uh, if if you go down and stay at the uh, coast of Baja, it's like you're almost on a rock island uh, way above the water. And from what I understand, you're fully self-contained. Well, exactly. let me interrupt you there. John, and tell you, when the hurricane hit us, and I mean, it really hit us hard, the only place was to stay where it was good was the Costa Baja, and I will always be in debt to the Costa Baja, because I actually spent 10 nights there with my family, and we had lights, internet, telephone, and everything, where everything else was didn't have anything. Well, it's a good thing you have uh, friends at Costa Baja, isn't it? Yeah, of course. <laughs> well, also, Costa Baja is the best hotel and resort in in this part mm-hmm. of the world. I mean, you just don't get any better than that. Right. Well, we still have Tom Matusha on the line, but I want to make a quick comment again about hurricanes, is that if you're planning your trip... Normally, you have to plan at least month months in advance, and if people are concerned about the weather, you know anything can happen at any time. We can have an earthquake in California, or you know storms in the Midwest, or hurricanes. But you can't live your life underneath a rock. So what I would suggest is make your reservations, make your plans, and if for you know if there's something changed at the last minute, then that's what happens. But if you do get caught. It's, uh, it really, <laughs> you might even enjoy it. It's quite an interesting experience. Uh, a lot better than a, <laughs> but, uh, you know, and normally, you know, especially down there, it's not that dangerous. It's just very inconvenient. Uh, 
But if you if you're staying in the right place, you know you might have to extend your trip by a day or two, and that's pretty much that's the worst that can happen. But it, once the hurricane comes through within uh, one, two, three days, everything's back to normal. And a lot of times, Grizz, the fishing is better because of the uh, the uh, floatsome in the water. Is that right? Well. You know, I don't like to say the fishing's better or worse. Most of the time, the fishing's better before the hurricane hits. Uh, then it does get good. But let's not wait for hurricanes or even talk about them. Let's talk about the fishing right now in La Paz. The people should be down here right now fishing out of La Paz because it is incredible right now. So they should be down here now. But there you go. And this is probably, yeah, this is a good time to go down because it's, uh, you know, as far as, you know, the, the tourist season, it's, this is the summertime is, is uh, kind of the, the slack season for them because of the tourists usually come, like to come down in this uh, fall and spring and maybe f- around Christmas. But you can get some great flights. And I understand there's even, they just opened up another flight from uh, direct from, I think it was Baltimore. Uh, Southwest is flying from Baltimore to Cabo. But uh, it's getting easier and easier. And La Paz is only an hour and a half, two hours uh, or less, you know, from the uh, Los Cabos Depends airport. who's driving. But yeah, that's true. <laughs> yeah. We'll have Grizz pick you up and you'll be there in about 45 minutes. Uh, no, I'd, about an hour and 15 minutes. Yeah. But uh, it, it's it's so easy and there's so many flights. The other thing is that... Uh, going to a place such as uh, um, um, La Paz and Cabo San Lucas for a five-star resort anywhere in the world that's on the water, that's beautiful, that's maintained, you're looking five, six hundred bucks a night at least. The, um, the coast of Baja, uh, you can get a room there for... You know what you'd find a uh, you know a, a three star somewhere else, and it's they're very very affordable. The fishing's affordable, the weather's perfect. Yeah, so it's like, and the flights aren't bad either. So if you're looking for a deal uh, to take a family trip on, and you can go to Costa Baja and not even go fishing if you're if that's what you want to do. I don't recommend it. But well, they got a great golf to course too. Mm-hmm. And the diving and the snorkeling. Yeah, they've got good diving. We've got snorkeling here. The golf course is a Gary Player. It's very, very, very nice. All golf carts, you know, caddies, everything that you want. I Mm -hmm. mean, hell, you don't miss anything when you come down here. Just a good time. Yeah, yeah. And say, don't, you know, don't, you can, you can always find things to worry about it, but it, it, in the worst case, it's not that big of a deal. So go ahead and book it and uh, get in touch with Eduardo, and you might be surprised to find out that you can take a trip down for a lot less than you thought you could, or a lot less you can go anywhere else. Yeah, right. Well, that's for true, and you don't have to worry about a thing. They're completely safe, great security. I mean, it's just a fantastic, just the ride from the front gate to the hotel is like going to a five-star park. It's so beautiful right now with all the flowers and everything blooming, all the lights at night. It's just a beautiful place, and I I recommend it to Grizz that you should go there. Okay. Well, let's get back to Tom for a second. We've only got about three minutes or so left in it, and talk a little bit about what Tom's got going right now, and what do you see? Of course, nobody knows, but what do you anticipate coming up in the next couple of months, Tom? Uh, warm water continues to put a lot of pressure on us. Uh, ironically, Northern California and Southern Oregon uh, has been having banner salmon years the last couple of years. Uh, and it, it just stresses what we're doing here. We'd love to be taking people out. Yeah, we're catching salmon, but not the way we used to. Right. The area fishing right now, we traditionally would fish in June, and by 9, 10 o'clock in the morning, the boat would have its limits of salmon and be headed back. Well, I had the whales, I had the birds. Now the water was a little warmer than usual. And, you know, the fish just aren't there in the kind of numbers that they okay. used to be hanging out. All right. Well, you're, you're, on your, you're on your phone out in the middle of the water, so I, I'll kind of repeat what I can. You're seeing a lot of whales, marine mammals. Uh, you're catching salmon, but not in the numbers that you would like to right now. Is that right? Correct. 
Okay. But you're coming up in the next couple of months is when you should be getting into the season, right? Yeah, uh, next couple of months, uh, hopefully we'll see the fish return to that Marin County post. And we'll be able to uh, work them steady as they go through the gate, uh-huh. uh, getting ready to spawn. Well, and if anybody was interested in, you know, fishing, you know, and the thing about Tom Matouche is that he fishes 365 days a year because there's there's always something, a rockfish or the uh, black uh, bass or the uh, uh, albacore or, or, or sand dabs or even going crabbing. So any time of the year, uh, Tom has got something exciting going on, and that's on the Hoolicat, H-U-L-I-C-A-T, right? Hoolicat.com. Right, we're just pulling our crab pots this Sunday, as a matter of fact. Oh, <laughs> Dungeness so, crab. Oh, wow. So you can get on the boat, go put some Dungeness crab traps down, uh, go out fishing, come back in, pick up your Dungeness crab, and take it home. Is that right? That's right. Wow. Wow, let's do that. Okay. <laughs> that's a great deal. And then, of course, we've got uh, um, Eduardo that uh, will take care of you at the Costa. Thank you. Thank you very much. There you go. We've got Eduardo that certainly take care of you at the Costa Baja Resort and uh, down in La Paz. So make sure we get in touch with him. And if you want to get in touch with me, I'll make a special arrangement with, uh, with Eduardo to get some very special insider pricing. That's right? correct. There you go. <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right. Okay. Okay. Bye-bye. Eduardo, you're awesome. Thank you. Okay, Grizz and uh, uh, Tom, uh, we're going to uh, end this segment right now, but you are listening to Fish Talk Radio, and please go to fishtalkradio.com, our Facebook, Twitter, and follow us and give us some feedback on what you want to hear. We'll be Fish Talk Radio. We'll be back with you. S-A-N-D-O-S is how to spell luxury resort in downtown Cabo San Lucas. Santos Finistera Los Cabos is the only five-star all-inclusive on the beach next to the marina in Cabo San Lucas. Angler-friendly Santos Finistera Los Cabos is now an affordable world-class resort with the finest accommodations, food, and location anywhere. Enjoy your Cabo fishing adventure as you never have. Visit Sandos.com and use discount code FISHTALK. World-class golf, fishing, and diving in the clear, warm waters of the Sea of Cortez with a true five-star resort. The Grand Heritage Hotel and Resort at Costa Baja, great value and without the hustle of other parts of Baja. On the white sand beach with Espirito Santos Island minutes away. Signature restaurants, pools, and accommodations for an intimate weekend, weddings, or corporate events. On the web at CostaBajaResort.com. The East Cape of Baja, Mexico is world famous for sport fishing. Dorado, tuna, wahoo, marlin, sailfish, roosterfish, and parco. The Van Wormer Resorts make dreams come true at a price all can afford. Hotel Palmas de Cortez, Playa del Sol, and Hotel Punta Colorado have the biggest and best sport fishing fleet in all of Mexico. Call toll-free to 877-777-TUNA to find out how affordable world-class fishing can be. The finest resorts and the best boats in East Cape. Call 877-777-TUNA. Vagabundos del Mar Boat and Travel Club has 42 years experience introducing RVers to the joys of Mexico. Specializing in Baja, Vagabundos leads caravans and sponsors fishing tournaments, trailer boat cruises, and weekend getaways in Mexico and the West. Vagabundos del Mar also saves its 10,000 members tons of money on low-cost auto insurance. Stay up to date on Mexican travel with the printed newsletter online at vagabundos.com or call 800-474-BAJA. Want to add more excitement behind the wheel? Choose Shell V Power Premium Gasoline and experience a drive that comes alive. Shell V Power removes an average of 60% of performance-robbing gunk on intake valves left by low-quality premium gasolines. And it starts with your very first tank. And now you can save big on Shell fuels. Just sign up free for the Fuel Rewards Network program and receive at least $0.03 per gallon instantly on every fill-up. For full offer and details, visit FuelRewards.com. 
It's time for you to take a real fun adventure. Join a hosted fishing adventure to Alaska or Baja with the staff of Fish Talk Radio. Real Fun Adventures can book you on any adventure you desire. Bring your fishing friends or meet new ones. Fish Talk Radio gets the best deals from our sponsors to give you the best possible price. Real Fun Trips are inclusive, easy, no-worry packages to the most popular fish grounds. Trips start around $600. Go to reelfunadventures.com. Dry fly, wet fly, anybody's guest got a knot in my leader and my line. Welcome back to Fish Talk Radio. This is John Hennigan in studio, and we do still have Tom Matouche and the Grizz on the line with us for another couple of minutes. We're going to kind of wrap things up, but it's been a very interesting, uh, you know, we don't script it, we probably should or plan it, but it, it's certainly, uh, how can I say, interesting stuff because things, things are are not what we always expect them to be. But things do go in cycles, right, guys? Yeah, well, that's what they say. I just haven't figured out what the cycle is. Yeah, well, the problem is is that, you know, there could be two-year, seven-year, 500-year, 1,000-year cycle, but it all depends on how they all come together at the same time. But uh, we're talking also about those red crabs, which are also known as tuna crab. Now, is that because tuna eat those crabs? That's correct. Yes, okay, that is. Uh, Tom is on the I phone. would think anything would eat those crabs. Yeah. I even did. They're great. <laughs> yeah, well, you've got scales, too. <laughs> you've been looking again, John. <laughs> but but uh, um, that that is certainly interesting stuff that's going on out here in the West Coast. Next week, we're going to see if we can find out if we've got something similar going on over there. And I guess the, the, the bluefin uh, tuna have been in the news a little bit. But... The uh, um, and Tom was saying that that they're that they're starting to see some tuna coming up uh, way north from where they normally would be. Tom, that's correct. That Eureka type area. But uh, you know, one thing that's happened we've got a lingcod that have increased to the point where the state raised the limit so that now anglers can take three lingcod. Oh, so they, they've increased the they've increased the limit on lingcod because the the population has increased. And that's because there's more of them? Are there water, more nutrients or warmer water, or do we have any idea? Uh, it's uh, the conservation efforts that we've been applying oh. as a result of uh, working okay. angling regulations. And it's paying off. Okay, so the regulations that have been put in place are, are finally starting to show some effect, and their populations are coming back up. That's well, they've also declared uh, canaries. Their okay. population has recovered, and now we just have to go through the fishery management processes to allow anglers to right. start catching them. Right. And uh, so the, that, that's good. So regulations, if they're done correctly, are a good thing. The uh, problem is sometimes science doesn't exist and they don't really know what they're doing. But uh, what about in Mexico, Grizz, as far as regulations? Are you seeing uh, anything changing, and are we getting, is it good or bad? Well, I just was handed this morning, John, the papers of the catch and release of the limits and all of that for Charles and I to go over that and to put our, right. what we think about it, to put our input in it. They right. just gave it to us today. Right. So we'll be looking at that. If changes need to be made, we will be making them. Right. Well, I do, I do would like to say that a lot of people think it, you know, it, Mexico's wide open. It's not. Their controls are probably um, more stringent than ours. It's just that they don't have as much enforcement agency. But we're going to Yeah, have we don't to, have enforcement. <laughs> that's it. Right. And the other thing, the people from foreign countries come down here yep. and take Steal advantage of that. Yep. And just kill everything and fill their coolers up and take them back home. Grizz, you're not talking about me. Come on. Anyway, I haven't said anything yet, Anyway, but we'll be down there shortly. Uh, We appreciate you guys tuning in. Make sure you visit uh, Facebook for uh, Mike Ritz, uh, ASOB Online, and then uh, ASOB Productions, excuse me, and go to Fish Talk uh, Radio, Facebook, Twitter, get in touch with us, and Tom Matouche on the Hula Cat. Thank you for coming on, and uh, if you want to catch some fish any time of the year, get in touch with Tom. Appreciate you guys. Thank you very much. You are listening to Fish Talk Radio.
station. 